Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. 86 Productions. Hello and welcome to another edition of Creative Tragedy. I am your host Aaron Hughes and this episode is dedicated to PAX 2010. First, let me thank the folks over at PAX who are kind enough to give Section 86 and Creative Tragedy the ability to be part of such a unique event. This was the first event where Section 86 was a part of the media correspondence. Now, the reason why this is such big news is that we received special treatment the same that people uh, over at G4 or Screw Attack would receive, we actually received as well. And I really want to just give as much gratitude as possible to the folks uh, over at PAX Media for that. Now, moving on to the rest of the show. Uh, now, the PAX Media Pass, uh, you know, I got to be honest, I was unaware of what it entailed. But when I arrived, I was greeted by different companies who had me jump to the front of the line. Needless to say, the Media Pass granted us access that we wouldn't have received otherwise. So that is one of the reasons why the Media Pass is really great. Now, PAX is a gaming convention that includes video games, card games, board games, and pen and paper games. So, uh, you know, it's, it's going to have your Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, but it's also going to have uh, Magic. Uh, it's also going to have uh, games like Settlers of Catan uh, and also D&D. So, but the primary focus of PAX is on video games, and this year it was bigger than ever. There were close to 70,000 people at this year's PAX, and next year it's going to be even bigger. So let's go, uh, go ahead and uh, talk about some of the things that we saw there. Now, first, we saw Microsoft's Connect, and this was something I was incredibly interested in. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, the nice thing about the Media Pass was the ability to, uh, you know, get ahead of other people. And we got a chance to try out a couple of different games on there. Uh, we tried out the Yoga Fitness, which actually was uh, fairly impressive. Uh, one of the really nice things about it is that it really did pay attention to how you moved. And it would tell you, no, no, you're actually doing it wrong. Pay attention to how the person looks on the screen and try to emulate that. So that was actually pretty unique. I, I would say it, it was probably a better investment than even Wii Fit. So, but we also get a chance to play the uh, Connect Sports uh, game. And one of the things I would say about that is that I was incredibly unimpressed by it. I went ahead and tried out the boxing because I thought that is going to make the most sense since, uh, you know, with the Wii, you use the Wiimote and nunchuck to punch. And with Connect, you use your body. So I thought it would be just a very uh, natural uh, movement. And so when I tried it out, the one thing I would say is it, it just did not work. The only time it ever picked up any of my movements is when I would do a hook or an uppercut, but not even an uppercut. Uh, straight on, but an uppercut from the side. So that was, it, it was pretty, uh, like I said, it was unimpressive. And we also uh, got a chance to try out skiing, and skiing also, it just, it wasn't fun. And I think that was the thing that was missing, is that uh, with the Wii, when that first came out, I remember playing tennis and bowling constantly. And the big thing was, it was fun to play. And it was even more fun to watch sometimes. So that was one of the things I really liked about it. Uh, on the other hand, uh, to let's go ahead and move on to uh, you know uh, Sony's 
PlayStation Move. This was another one I got a chance to play. I got a chance to try out a few different uh, demos with it. Uh, I tried out the fighting demo, which was pretty fun. Uh, the one thing I would say about it is that I used two uh, Move motes. I, I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to call them. I mean, it's the Wii Mote, basically, the, the Sony Move Mote. And the left one was meant to be my shield, and the right one was meant to be my uh, weapon. And I would say that the right one, it was pretty accurate. Uh, I was I was really impressed by that. The left one, though, it did not work at all. I mean, it was just, it, it was actually pretty bad, I must say. I was really unimpressed by it, and I don't know if they just didn't calibrate it right or what, but the left one, it, it worked pretty well. I was able to do, I, I think I had a sword, and uh, the person I was facing, I would sweep attack their legs, or I would do an overhead attack, um, a bunch of stuff like that, and uh, it, it worked fairly well, um, but I got a chance to try out a couple other games. There was a fight game in there. Uh, I think it's actually called Fight, surprisingly enough. And I was actually unimpressed by that game, too. It just did not work well. And, you know, not that Wii Boxing was great, because it wasn't. But these were kind of almost on the same, like, page as them. And when you think about it, you know, Wii Sports and the boxing for it came out in 2006, and it's 2010 now. That's four years to, you know, copy and do something better. And, you know, I think back on, like, GoldenEye, which was so much fun to play. And then Halo came out four years later and i mean halo did a lot of things that goldeneye didn't do and they did a lot of things better so you would think that the boxing games would be kind of fun to play but unfortunately they weren't so you know i i would say that connect and move i think would have been great if they came out in 2006 and i think they would have been a great competitor to nintendo's wii but at this point in the game i am incredibly disappointed and i would Highly recommend not to buy the first round, the first batch of moves or connects. I would highly recommend to wait on them based on, uh, you know, when I got a chance to play them, you know. So, and it wasn't just me because I had other people in my group who were uh, friends of Section 86, and they weren't big fans of it either. Uh, you know, I, there, there were some people who tried and then just said, well, what's the point? Like, I, I didn't feel like I was part of the game or I didn't feel I was more immersed into it. So not to say that we does a better job of that, but, you know, I just I felt like these were supposed to do it. So and the other thing, I, I guess, uh, you know, one last note is that move. I remember while playing it, I made a comment about uh, this being, oh, yeah, this is kind of like we sports. And he's like, oh, it's not that much of a kid kid toy or it's a that's a kitty toy. And I was just thinking, you know, this is the exact same thing, like the 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 move moat is a Wiimote. It really is. It is a Wiimote with a ball on top, a glowing ball. And realistically, it is the exact same thing. I mean, so I don't know. I mean, obviously, they, you know, they, they try to knock down Wii as much as possible, which I understand. But I just thought it was kind of funny. So I thought I'd point it out. Now, let's go ahead and move on to uh, some of the games, uh, you know, moving on to N Nintendo's booth. Uh, with Nintendo, you know, the Wii's already been out, so they were just showcasing games this year. One of the biggest disappointments I had was that they, they did not have the 3DS there, and I really, really wanted to try it out. Wanted to see what the 3D was like and kind of, you know, let, let the uh, listeners know. But unfortunately, that was not there. I did get a chance to speak to a Nintendo rep, and, uh, you know, we, we 
went ahead and jumped to the front of the line of playing some of the games. And the first one I wanted to talk about was Donkey Kong Returns. The first thing I would like to say about this is that I've played the original Donkey Kong Country games. Uh, they are really fun. They they are great. Just you know, it, it, those were games on the Super Nintendo that just even to this day I think are still fun to, to pick up and play. And I have on the virtual console. So uh, playing Donkey Kong Country Returns, I'm the one thing I would say about it is that it was incredibly hard. Even the 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 demo version that I got a chance to play, it was surprisingly hard. So I, I would tell you that if you are just picking it up because you're a fan of platformers, I would almost tell you not to because uh, you need to be a fan of Donkey Kong and the frustration that, that it entails. So Now, uh, the other thing I did want to say about Donkey Kong, and this actually goes with uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn also, both those games, while it, they looked amazing and the the art style for both of them was was great and you had a real nostalgic feeling to it and i think that both those games are going to do very well but the problem is they just really felt like they needed to be downloadable titles like you, it, it almost seemed like this could have been on the WiiWare service had the Wii had a bigger hard drive capacity, which, you know, it's something I've said for years that they really do need to. But, you know, let's let's not get into that topic. Instead, what I would say is that these games, they just they don't feel like they're going to be epic games, pun not intended. Uh they just feel like they're going to be fun games that you could have probably got from the WiiWare service for $15, and it would have been worth the money. You don't have to worry about packaging and all that other stuff. So I, that was one thing I was a little disappointed in, that these are full retail games, and I just really don't think that they need to be. So, But speaking of the WiiWare service, I also got a chance to play a game that they showed off for the very first time. They're called Fluidity. Now, this game seemed like a lot of fun, but after talking to the Nintendo rep, this is the type of game I don't think I would want to play on the WiiWare service on, you know, for the Wii. I, I just don't think I would want to. This just seems like something I would play on my iPhone. You know, I would just pick up, you know, on, on I'm waiting in line somewhere. I would pick this up, and I would start playing it. It'd be a quick game, and it would make me – it would give me that 10-minute satisfaction I needed, you know, while waiting in line. And I'm not saying that the game's bad, but I just don't think that for this type of service it's going to do well. Same thing with, uh, you know, I said about World of Goo. World of Goo, I think, is an amazing game, and I think it works perfectly on the computer. I think it would work even better on on an iPhone. But I think for the WiiWare service, it just I don't think that it does it justice. I really don't. So, But anyway, might as well uh, keep talking nostalgia since we are talking Nintendo. NBA Jam. Got a chance to play it. Quite a bit of fun. Only problem is the graphics are incredibly outdated, and I mean it is Wii, so I do understand that. But the graphics are just really incredibly outdated. And the other problem too is, you know, EA is really pushing this game, and it's got a lot of nostalgia feel to it. But the problem is, the one there are two things that it really needs in there, and the one which I think should be in every single game from now until the end of return end of eternity which is create a player mode you need to have that in every single game whether it's a wrestling game uh you know football hockey if it's you know nba jam doesn't matter it, they need to have a create a player mode they you just have to and it's not in there so i was really disappointed by that but with that said it still was fun Oh, and I'm sorry. The the other thing too was that it did not have online service. They actually, I, I asked the guy, and it was announced recently 
that NBA Jam will not have online service. And it's just like, why am I going to pay $50 for something that I'm going to basically be playing by myself? And if I wanted to play somebody else, oh, yeah, I have to call them, have them come over in order to play it. You know, online is something that really needs to be in every, you know, every other game. I mean, if it's multiplayer and it makes sense to, ha- you know, to do it, I mean, you, you should do it. And NBA Jam is a perfect example of a game that online makes that game infinitely better. So, I like I said, I'm disappointed with with that. The other game I was really disappointed with uh, for Nintendo was Goldeneye. And I absolutely loved playing Goldeneye for the 64 back in the day. It was one of the best games. I mean, it's I still have my 64, and one of the reasons is for Goldeneye. Goldeneye was just an amazing, amazing experience. And not to say that this isn't, but the problem is... You know, I while playing the 64, I understand the graphics aren't going to be good, and I've always said gameplay over graphics, hands down. But the problem is, and the gameplay was good, but the graphics were just so unbelievably horrid that it just, I, you know, I don't want to say it wasn't fun, but I think it took away from it because you know most of us now have HD TVs, and I think this is the point in time where you know at E3 this past year, Nintendo really should have announced Wii HD, so that way most of their titles could be upscaled. Or they could start making the titles specifically for the HD system because they really need it. So, but anyway, uh, you know, the there were some other big announcements at PAX. You know, uh, you know, obviously I, I went over the Nintendo stuff. I did spend a lot of time there, and the, the rep that I spoke with was uh, really nice. He, uh, you know, really gave me a grand tour. So, you know, I do want to thank Nintendo for that. But some of the other stuff there, uh, you, you do have some small games that that were shown off one of the funniest things that i thought that i saw was they had these zombie games that you used guitar hero or rock band instruments to play so there was one and i you know i apologize since i don't have the name down but it was basically like drumming of the dead where you would have your rock band uh, you know, uh, rig setup, and it would be like, okay, hit green, yellow, blue, and then you'd have to hit that, and it would kill a zombie. So it was kind of like Typing of the Dead for the Dreamcast. Probably nobody knows that game, but it was kind of like that. And then they had another one where you use the guitar controller in order to kill the zombies. And so I thought it was kind of funny because you see these really unique uh, third-party games. And uh, I talked to some of the reps there, and they're looking at downloadable uh, – it's basically going to be a downloadable title for Xbox Live and uh, PSN. So uh, no WiiWare support since, uh, unfortunately, the WiiWare – those games are actually pretty small by comparison. So – uh, but the other game that a lot of people were talking about was Duke Nukem. Now, Duke Nukem – I should say Duke Nukem Forever. This was a game that was kind of a joke in a lot of circles. Uh, you know, everyone always talked about when it was going to come out, and it's been, I think, like 15 years, and it's you know hasn't come out. But they're saying that it's going to come out this holiday season. So, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. And they have, you know, they had the trailers. They had a lot of stuff set up. And the other thing I would mention is this. Even though I was media and I was able to jump to the front of lines, I was able to talk to reps. For this, I I wasn't able to. I mean, it was it was really crazy. I I went. And I was like, look, you know, I, I'd like to a chance to see the game. And they said, okay, well, we can put you on the list. And I'm like, the list. And they're like, yeah, we have media people signing up for different uh, increments. 
to come in and take a look at it. And the problem was people were coming incredibly early, like at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., giving out names for 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And the, the halls closed at 6 o'clock. So I was actually unable to get into the Duke Nukem uh, little uh, little area they had set up. So I was unable to play it. That was the one thing that I really wanted to do that I was unable to do. So, But Duke, Duke Nukem Forever uh, is going to be coming out this holiday season. Uh, the one thing I would say about it, though, is that I think that people are excited about it now, but I don't think it's going to be as ex- exciting when it does come out. So a couple other things I do want to talk about uh, before I, I uh, end this. Sonic. Sonic had a huge presence at, uh, at PAX this year. They showed off Sonic 4 Episode 1 and Sonic Colors. Sonic 4 Episode 1 is a downloadable title for all three of the major uh, companies. And uh, it's a side-scroller. It's 2D. It's Sonic, basically Sonic 1 style. It's And it looks really cool. I'm actually incredibly excited about it. I got a chance to play it, and I had a lot of fun while playing it. I mean, I had a, a lot of fun. And I talked to the a couple of Sega reps, and uh, they, you know, they told me the same thing. Basically, the the length of the game it's going to be probably about Sonic 2's length. They were saying so it's going to be a pretty long game. And uh, on top of that, the other thing too is that it's they have a lot of episodes ready to go. So you know, he didn't give me a specific number, and you know, I understand that, but. They have quite a few ready, and he was saying. I asked him also. I said, you know, don't you know, you don't have to give me a time frame, but since it's a downloadable title, are you looking at having a quarterly release, you know, a half or you know, just a full year? You're gonna have another one come out. And he said, well, it'll be a it'll be um, a year at most, is what he told me. So basically, we'll get Sonic Four Episode Two, um, if not next year, it'll be sooner. So that's kind of nice. Now, Sonic Colors was basically. Mario Galaxy for me. It was really cool because they had uh, it was 3D, but they had some 2D elements to it. So kind of remind me of Mario Galaxy one and two, and it kind of got me thinking that you know Sonic Four is basically New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and Sonic Colors is basically Mario Galaxy. And to be honest, it really kind of felt like it too. Uh, I would recommend picking up both titles if you get a chance. Sonic 4 is a is a must-have for platforming fans. If you're a Sega fan or a Sonic fan, I mean, you're this is already on your radar, and you'll pick it up anyway. So, and the one thing is, I played it for the Wii and I played it for the 360. 360, of course, is going to have a lot better graphics, but for the Wii, uh, you know, the one thing I would say about it is holding the controller sideways. I mean, the controls were so much better on the Wii. Than I then on the 360, you know that's just kind of my thought on it. So, but both of them, like I said, pick them up if you can. So, and one last thing, uh, the hidden gem of PAX was the retro gaming section that I had no idea about, and it's been going on for a couple of years apparently. It's kind of tucked in this little corner, and they have every video game system there. And when I say every video game system, I mean they had the the Sega CD, they had the Atari 2600, they had Wii, they had 64, they had Sega Genesis. I mean, they had so much stuff there. And it was a lot of fun to see, like, all these old old school games and see these people kind of huddling around these TVs and, you know, doing a four-player deathmatch in GoldenEye. Or, you know, you'd see somebody, one person playing Mega Man 2. And it was kind of cool, you know. It was 
it was a lot of fun. But that's one of those things that I didn't get a chance to really see because I saw it the second day. I kind of just ran into it randomly. And I really want – next year, what I, what I really want to do is I want to go there and I kind of want to spend a day there just kind of playing some of the old school games or even bring my own. Because that's the thing. They have the system set up and they have games there. You can rent them from them. They're free to rent. Or you can just, you know, bring your own games and just have some fun. So, But I think that's going to be it for this uh, this episode of All About PAX. Uh, you know, we, we're trying to get into these conventions, uh, you know, more often. And we actually have a, a list of them coming up that we're going to really try to get into. And, uh, you know, if we can, then these episodes of Creative, Tra- Creative Tragedy will be dedicated to the um, these expos, but uh, you know we'll get back to a normal episode next week. You know we got a quite a few movies coming up since it is the fall movie season. Uh, there's just a whole lot of episodes, uh, a whole lot of movies uh, coming up, which means there'll be a whole lot of episodes of Creative Tragedy. So, and that's kind of the big thing is that I will be doing these whenever I, I see a movie, and then you know I'll be putting them out. So, but. First, I want to thank Section 86 and 86 Productions for hosting and editing the podcast. I also want to thank all of our fans for listening to the show. I don't know how many there are out there. I don't know if you like to listen to me ramble. I don't know if you just download it and delete it, but I do appreciate it, and feedback is always welcome. You know, you can contact me at APHughes at Section86.com. If you want a faster way, get on the Twitter. I am APHughes. The show is Creative Tragedy. The network is Section 86. Uh, you can contact us any any way you want. So, and uh, you know, I I hope that uh, you know you like these, and I hope that these are informative. So, but anyway, until next time, I will see you at PAX. Do you think she's swimming in your lies? If you want to make an impact online, GoDaddy.com has what you need. .com names as low as $1.99. Plus, world-class hosting, fast and easy website builders, and much, much more. Plus, when you enter the code POD149, when you check out, you'll save an additional 10% off your web hosting order. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Some restrictions apply. See site for details.